We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcast is presented to you by Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Make sure you check them out this week nine. We've got the baller contest back, a nice low $10 buy-in price point, and 250k total with 25,000 great flat payout structure over there on Yahoo. And always nightly, they've got awesome NBA contests for you. So be sure to check them out. It's Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Welcome back to the Absolutely Epic Early Week Podcast, Week 9 edition. I'm your host, Dean. That's uh, Dean7904, if you want to get all technical on me. We have the usual suspects. It's uh, Grant Niefer. It's uh, Travis Mangone. This, uh, Grant, this podcast might get a little bit loopy, loopy, a little bit goofy. The three of us have sat around and just talked pre-show complete nonsense the last hour and a half, just to kind of give you guys some context, just so you know when this uh, podcast inevitably gets off the rails. Uh, I think it's because, Grant, you tell me if I'm wrong. We don't want to talk about this terrible slate. It's, in fact, not good. End analysis. We're done with the podcast. <laughs> so bad. Uh, to be fair, I didn't like it last week, and it worked out for me. So, uh, Travis, what do we think as far as, you know, it's a 10-gamer, obviously, as far as the slate. It's an 11-gamer if you guys are playing on the sponsor podcast, Yahoo. They grabbed that, uh, the Sunday night game, which, of course, is uh, – this Sunday night, I believe it's uh, New England and Baltimore. Of course, teams that are by, we don't talk about. Atlanta, Cincinnati, New Orleans, the Rams are throwing them out. Uh, Thursday night game, we're throwing out as well. San Francisco, Arizona, throw them to the side. Monday night, we don't talk about which is Dallas and the Giants. So it's a 10-game main slate on some sites, an 11-game main slate, if you, uh, main slate if you include the New England-Baltimore game, man, going. But, uh, yeah, we don't – I don't think we love this slate, do we? No, we we do not love this slate. This is this is a garbage garbage slate. Um, I will say, uh, you know, when we we first looked at this slate, I think yesterday I was skyping with you, Dean, for a little bit, and yeah. uh, I think we were trying to guess what the highest total was, and I think my guess was Buck Seattle, and then I even said, I was like, oh man, this could be the highest total. Uh, it could be Detroit and Oakland, like when that's the highest total possibly at fifty one, which uh, that's what it opened at. Now it's down to fifty point five, but that's the second highest one on the slate. I mean. Oh, this slate is absolutely hot, hot garbage. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to power through it, and uh, hopefully, we won't get too off the rails. Oh, well, I mean, hopefully, we do get off the rails, right, Grant? Is that not what we're encouraging? I mean, I guess, I don't know. People obviously want to hear football takes. You play football takes for sure. And this is, as we always say, we're recording this on a Monday night. It's just the end. Of, you know, we're just kind of digging into stuff. It's a first-look podcast. It's not the first 
wait, it's not the last podcast you should listen to. It's the first podcast you should listen to. But feel free to like listen to it on Saturday. But a lot of the stuff might expire as far as you know injuries and things. That Nothing sort of. I say expires. Well, I mean, at one point, I don't know if you said Hump Dog on the podcast, but you did say you did like Hump Dog at some point last week, and that expired within like three seconds. I mean, no, no, he crushed. He crushed, no, bro. I don't believe he crushed. He got the same amount of points as Le'Veon Bell. He crushed. <laughs> well, that's one way of looking at it. That, that is definitely – are you working PR for Adam Humphreys? Because Dude had six targets. How many points do you get for a target in fantasy points? Um, seven. So. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I, I feel like that's not true. Uh, no. And, you know, not, not all targets are created equal. and Targets are created poorly. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, he, he – I think he was, what, the highest – Receiving yards, wide receiver on the Titans. Well, I mean, it, it, well, are we counting Tony Smith? No, he's a tight end, Dean. This is fantasy. We care about what position they're called, not what they are. He receives the football, does he not? I said wide receiver. He's not out wide. <laughs> you, you and your loopholes. Um, yeah, this is what we're talking about already. Two minutes in the podcast, Mango. We got We got to power through it. Of course, we're going to give our favorite plays position by position. Later on in the show, we're going to tell you. Uh, we actually have a debate of some sort as far as who's our T-shirt winner is. We had a dispute pre-show. It's it's split as of right now. We'll have the conversation on air. Sure, why not? Uh, if you want to stick around long enough, Grant's going to give you a new question. As far as uh, all you got to do is answer the question in the chat. Uh, the chat portion on rotorrunners.com, uh, depending on where you find uh, this podcast, go, go to the RG uh, link and uh, tell us. Well, we'll, you know, we'll te- you want to tease the question, Grant, or you want to tell them now or what? I guess we can just tell them now. Um, okay, tell them now. Yeah, it's weirdest Halloween story. I guess I'll say my weirdest Halloween stories at the end of the pod. Um, but by the way, guys, if you're going to make one up, make it believable enough. <laughs> like uh, the, Occasionally someone will add one too many details that's like, oh, I know that's true. No way that's true. That's a fabrication. So if you're going to make it unbelievable, make it good, but make it moderately believable. Yeah. yeah no also, 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 don't make it the one that you can, like, Google really quick and find uh, weird Halloween stories so we can find it too. Uh, you know, dig a little bit on the, the Google machine. This is how many go and found these term papers in college. You know, just <laughs> – I feel like that's – Did you guys ever do that in college? I would never advocate cheating. When I was but... in college, they didn't have Google. It wasn't a thing. Like, there was no – Oh, yeah. I forgot. You're yeah. really old. <laughs> do, you, do you believe that story? You may believe that, potentially. <laughs> what is this Google you speak of? Uh, uh, did the did they have Google in co- when you were in college? I mean, the interwebs was a thing for sure. but I Yeah, but I don't think they had Google. Thing. Like, I just remember – when was One, Google.com created? I don't know. But uh, I mean, I think it was created in 2000, which, oh. but it wasn't it, advantageous enough to use. I just knew when I was in college, there were certain You're questions on homework that you could literally just Google it. Yeah. Well, there was like Cliff Notes, right? But like, that oh, was Cliff Notes. Like, yeah. I guess I was using those in high school. Yeah. But then there's like again, uh, millennials use something else. What is it called, Mango? Not Cliff Notes, but like the other versions, like a, 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 new, a new generation version of Cliff Notes. What was that called? You know? Um, Sparkings. Yeah, that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Good job. Also, also uh, you know, instead of Google back in the day, you could use Ask Jeeves, man. That was the that was the cool thing. <laughs> I used Yahoo Search, I believe. <laughs> so, I still use Yahoo Search. Shout out, shout out to, well, of course, we're sponsored by Yahoo. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we do that? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I you know, what my favorite source of news is it's the Yahoo main page. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> I think me and Mangone were on the front page of it once. You and Mangone were? Yes, we were on it. Uh, there was a picture of us doing a show together, and uh, we, we, what? we made it on the uh, the headlines. Yeah, kind of I was show? unshowered. What kind of show were you guys doing? Draft, I think. Yes. Really? Congratulations. I was not aware of any of this. Uh, this is uh, I'm learning something. We, we should dive in and talk about the slate. What do you think, boys? Yeah, I guess, well. I guess so. Let's get it over with. <laughs> I mean, we're not digging ditches. This isn't very hard. Uh, yeah, so as we kind of talked about, you know, 10-game main slate, depending on where you're shopping, uh, you know, the, the biggest total is Tampa Bay-Seattle. Seattle, 52.5 as far as the total in that game. Uh, the, there's some real awful games, too. Like, we kind of buried the lead on that. Like, Washington at Buffalo was one of these games. Were, ugh, gross. Jets versus Miami. The most interesting part of this game, I can assure you, listen to me. I grew up in South Florida. The most interesting part of this game will be the stands. There will be a lot of fights in the stands promise you just put the cameras in the stands uh tennessee carolina is a snooze fest indiana and pittsburgh yawn cleveland and denver hey man going you know who's gonna be the quarterback for denver this week <laughs> who cares <laughs> so grant uh, joe flacco came out and said they weren't being aggressive enough and then all of a sudden he has this mysterious neck injury they roll him out on monday <laughs> come on that, like, was, that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're rolled out you got a neck you're out with a neck well, what do you mean yeah, um, there's a person, Mangone. Uh, the, the tricky part, again, as of right now, there's not a ton of value out there, uh, and they raise the prices as well, too. So it's really, really hard to jam them in. We'll talk about the running backs, obviously, soon enough. But this dude's name is Brandon Allen. Uh, is that Kyle Allen's cousin? I no, it's uh, Brandon Whedon. Kyle Allen actually had a kid. <laughs> Brandon Whedon, the former quarterback of Cleveland? Yes, which narrative? They're flight-facing Cleveland. <laughs> okay. But he is 4.1K on DK, which I guess merits a conversation. And that's where we're starting this week, Grant. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> you just learned of his existence like four hours ago. Yeah. Um, you ever heard of Love at First Sight? I have, but it usually doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the same thing. Like, <laughs> I mean, you see a slow enough dollar sign, you can fall in love. I mean, it's happened at many of the establishments I go to. Yeah, uh, and then how does that, how has that worked out for you since? I mean, it's the only way I can find love. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance would say differently, but that's a whole other conversation. We don't I watched some of that. I watched some of that. It was actually quite enthralling. I've never seen it, but I've heard, I know that people love it, and uh, it's quite addicting, addicting is my understanding. It's, there's quite a dicking in it, I hear. <laughs> Did you hear that? I tried to just go right past that, but uh, thank you for pointing that out. So, Grant, did you really want to give the sales pitch here as far as Allen? Because um, is it just the price, I assume? That's Look, it? Uh, no. So, what's the the highest implied totals right now are Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Stafford. 29, 25, 26. Mm-hmm. Well, is going to play? Yeah, if Mahomes plays, then that he'll yeah. definitely have a fairly high implied total. And, I again, it's still like Mahomes injured. We've seen what Mahomes injured this season has been, so I'm not sure that's – I'll still play. Him, live but, in person. Yeah, but, I mean, Allen – I mean, we've seen Flacco put up decent games in this offense. Allen is probably not very good, I can suspect – but he's an unknown quantity. He's 4,100. He's literally 2,900 less than um, Russell Wilson. No, he's, yeah, 3,000 less than Russell Wilson. So you think about this, and 
you're not expecting a whole lot out of Brandon Allen, but if you correlate him with his wide receivers, so uh, like he's 4,100, McCaffrey and Barkley are crazy priced up on the slate here. Not many people are going to use him still because people don't want to pay that price tag. But if you get Allen and you get uh, Deshaun Hamilton in the offense. Oh, no. Don't even say – don't say Deshaun Hamilton. No. Sorry. So, no. there's a reason. Like, wide receivers' actual ability isn't always correlated to their numbers. Like, we've seen it in multiple different offenses where a guy will do absolutely no- – look what happened, what was it, Nunua in the Jets offense when – uh, Sam Darnold came into the offense. He started being the main guy. Like Deshaun Hamilton may not be a great wide receiver, but they don't have Emmanuel Sanders anymore. If Allen has a big game, there's potential that Deshaun Hamilton could be in for a very big game at just 3,700. We don't know who he's going to start targeting. There's a chance that Cleveland might try and shut down Sutton. Like we don't know exactly what's going to happen. There's always a whole lot of upside in the unknown or there can be a whole lot of upside in the unknown honestly going Allen Hamilton you have so much money left over after that like go Allen go Hamilton I'm just doing this off the top of my head and or uh, on the on the whatever um and then throw in the Redskins defense you now have 6.7k for the rest of your offense yeah, I'm just better than I rostered Hamilton last week. And somehow I survived. I think like a 190, 195 or so with Hamilton in my lineup. It was a complete dud. He was worthless. Um, it, I will say, and again, I know nothing on this, but maybe you could reasonably assume that Hamilton and Allen probably work together, like with the second team at, earlier this season. They probably have some sort of chemistry. I don't know. Mangone, are we spending way too much time on this terrible quarterback, presumably? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, listen, if you have uh, fought through the uh, Adam Humphreys takes and the Brandon <laughs> Allen and Deshaun Hamilton, I promise the takes will get better from here. I promise. It, there <laughs> it can only go worse. Up. Yeah. But, uh, actually, I mean, two of the three wide receivers I mentioned for Tennessee got a touchdown. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go back to Brandon uh, Allen real quick. I, I pulled up this player profiler, right, just to see uh, what, what does he what does he turn out to be. And I actually remembered when I when I looked at him, I was like, oh yeah, that's the guy who uh, played for Arkansas. Uh, wasn't the greatest, but uh, his best comparable to uh, Colt McCoy. So there you go. Uh, I heard Case Keenum. <laughs> I heard Case Keenum as well. Are you sure it's Colt McCoy? That's what it says on his player profiler. Matter. I'm staring at it right now. So, I am uh, also staring at it, and it says Case Keenum. Oh God, man, go. What just happens? I, Seriously, that I'm, I'm staring at it. It doesn't the one does it on matter. NFL.com? No, I'm on playerprofiler.com. Playerprofiler.com. Yeah, I'm on NFL.com. Oh, well, all right. This is how is this helpful anyway? Anyway, it's, it's okay, a person listen. throwing footballs. Yeah, we saw and Matt Schaub throw footballs last week, and he was competent. So here's the thing: the competent, reason, he was the, he had the most yards. Well, here's the thing: now by a thousand. There's a reason we're having this conversation about him. There is a reason. The reason why is if you look at the entire slate as a whole, and Dean and I were talking about this last night, and Dean brought up the point that. As DraftKings does their pricing, everyone just keeps getting expensive. And they're not downgrading anyone's prices. Everyone just keeps rising, 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 and no one is getting a downgrade on prices. So we're starving for value. There isn't a lot of value there. And quarterback, we talk about how there's not a a wide range of outcomes uh, compared to other positions. And so obviously the floor on Allen could be really intriguing to get in the plays that you need. By the way, Yahoo Tannehill's the floor twenty bucks, so like you don't have to play Allen there if you want to like scrape the barrel. No, I mean the great Ryan Tannehill who had three touchdowns this last week. The great Ryan Tannehill, oh man. Uh, so how about Wilson? So this is the uh, man. Seattle's the worst, and we kind of knew this was coming. Like once you're ahead in Seattle, they just want to run the ball on the ground and get back to Seattle and just sort of chill. And Wilson was fine; he was good when asked to throw the ball, but he was only asked to throw the ball what twenty times against Atlanta. 
now, Grant, he's facing Tampa, a team where you're supposed to throw the ball on because it's really hard to, to run the ball against. Will Pete Carroll be stubborn, or will he let Wilson do his thing? Uh, I think he's going to be stubborn. Um, yeah, it's not great. We don't want that, but Pete Carroll's probably going to be stubborn. Chris Carson's still going to get a lot of run. Yes, Tampa has the best run defense in the league, and they try and force the opposing teams to pass. But, I mean, Wilson's always in play in tournaments, and this is still projected at a moderately close game at a six-point spread. So, like, Wilson, I think that they're going to try and run the ball quite a bit. I'm probably not using a whole lot of Wilson. I don't want to pay 7-1 for him, especially if Mahomes plays, or even just go with Aaron Rodgers going up against the Chargers, who have not been very good on defense this season, um, or Stafford going up against Oakland, who is kind of the same same basic uh, scenario as Russell Wilson, where he's going up against a team that's been good versus the run, has not been good versus the pass at all. So I don't think I'm going with Wilson. Like up at the top, it's probably Rodgers, Stafford, um, Josh Allen going up against Washington, who's just terrible on the defensive end. Uh Winston but how is going, Washington going to force Allen to, like, do stuff? Like, he's best, like, playing from behind, like, doing, like, you know, Hail Mary and, like, you know, broken plays when pressure's coming at him. Like, doesn't this feel like a game where Buffalo just, like, beats him, like, 23-7? to 7? I mean, didn't they say the same thing about the Dolphins? Well, look, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's football and anything can happen. But most the most likely scenario is that Allen's not going to be forced to throw the ball 40 times versus Washington. He, do- he doesn't need to because he can run for 100 yards. Sure. Um, Carr versus Detroit uh, in the shootout, though, he was a 50 total there. He's fairly cheap, Mangone. Uh, and we, we already talked about it, how there's not a lot of, at least as of right now on Monday, things may change uh, as the week progresses and salary might open up. But this feels like, you know, it's like, for me, it's Mangone, like, do I want to spend up on quarterback this week? Well, it's wants versus needs. Of course, I want to get like a pricey quarterback, but I don't know if I need him and I don't know if I can afford him, at least as of right now. So, Dollar for dollar, Derek Carr is looking like one of the best options for me on a Monday night. Yeah, sadly, it is looking like it's a possibly a Derek Carr week. Uh, and last last week, I was all over Daniel Jones. Got him at like 3% on Fanduel, which was awesome. And, uh, you know, it's because that, that Detroit secondary, they, they traded some guys. They're banged up as well. We don't know. Slay could end up getting traded out of nowhere, too. So um, trades are definitely going to, you know, come into effect this week. So we'll see how that all uh, shapes up. But, yeah, uh, Carr is certainly a guy that's in play that I'm definitely going to look at. Stafford, too, you, you can't argue with him and how good he's been this season. He's more of a pricier option that you should definitely be uh, considering a ton. Uh, I think this is the chance uh, now where we talk to Grant and say, hey, Grant, uh, is Josh Allen a good play against Washington? Well, uh, good thing you weren't listening. Where were you doing oh, the last three minutes, Mangone? Oh, we, we, we had a whole conversation. Dude, are you serious? To be to be fair, you guys have been talking about Adam Humphreys and Brandon <laughs> Allen. Like, uh, I, I tuned down to watch. <laughs> I, I tuned down and watched the end of Suns Utah for a second. Which, uh, you know. are you sweating something for the NBA right now? No, well, I mean, it's a good night overall, but I was just, I was curious if Ricky Rubio would get his revenge and uh, not so fast. Uh, so, son, the Sun lost by one, so Jazz, Jazz got their victory. But um, yeah, I, obviously, again, like there's a lot of top end quarterbacks you can like uh, this week. Definitely guys you can go to, but uh, I think going for uh, the value there with Derek Carr uh, is a really, really nice option. Also, don't mind as a value play, Philip Rivers for 5,100. Against the Packers, that could be enticing. Hey, I'm not sure if you caught this news, man, going, uh, but they just fired their OC, the Chargers. 
Yeah, that's good Wizenhut. though. Like it's it's Wizenhun. He's terrible. So uh, I'm okay with that. And and I think I saw someone else tweet it out, which uh man, I forget who said it, but I think it was actually Levitan who said it, but like it'd be justice for uh, the Aux Austin Eckler uh, truthers for uh, Melvin Gordon to get traded tomorrow and Kevin Ken Wizenhunt then to uh Who's trading for Melvin Gordon? Like honestly, is the league is there one GM that dumb grant that's gonna trade for Melvin Gordon? Yes. Okay. I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, so you got to realize it's a it's a salary thing. If you're down, a, if your running game is not great, Melvin Gordon is still an actual decent running back. He's running behind a broken offensive line. He is still a guy that is very valuable in the receiving game. Eckler, like everyone's talking about, how much better Eckler is, and he 100% is. But Eckler, he's actually since Gordon came back, been averaging less per carry than Gordon has. Well, I mean, that's a small sample for sure, but I, I just – I can't games. imagine, like, Mangone, could, could you, would you be happy if your team traded for Melvin Gordon? Like, No, no. I, I would not be happy if my team traded for Melvin Gordon. And, uh, listen, it doesn't matter what Austin Eckler has done. He was just better than Le'Veon Bell. That's all that mattered last week. Oh, boy. Yeah, Grant's, uh, Grant's the big loser in tweets or consequences. That'll be something to look forward to as well. Um, yeah, and we're going to think of the tweet organically, I think. Maybe possibly we shall see. Stay tuned on that. Uh, anything else as far as quarterbacks, uh, Mangone or Grant, you guys want to throw out there, at least as of Monday night, that's look kind of uh, sort of some, somewhat interesting? or it's just I whatever. mean, yeah, uh, Matt Moore, if Mahomes doesn't start, like it's not a great matchup. And, but Moore was serviceable last week. He's 4,800. He might keep me from playing a whole bunch of Brandon Allen. But uh, yeah. Sam Darnold hey. going up against Miami. I was going to say on the other side, Fitzmagic is 21 on Yahoo and 4-8 on, uh, on the LDK. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not the worst idea in the world. He had a decent game versus oh, – he had a decent half versus Pittsburgh this week. <laughs> well, then then the, they went in the full tank mode. They said, all right, this is, what are we doing? We're, we're, why are we yeah. doing this game? People uh, saying the Dolphins might go winless, they do face the Jets twice. Did they already face the Jets once? I think they lost him once already, if I'm not mistaken, earlier in the year. But um, by the way, the 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 Jets traded their defensive tackle uh, today to the Giants, so obviously their defensive front won't be as good. uh, But I don't know. I'm not. I mean, I get it. I I thought Grant would definitely bring it up, and and it's the revenge factor, which you gotta love. But you know who's the guy like that? Like you know, no one's gonna want to really like play. I feel like no one ever wants to play him. Is uh, Jameis Winston? Right? He's kind of pricier, and pair him up with Godwin. Uh, I think that could be a really nice option because I'm sure he'll uh, beat up Seattle in the slot trailing a ton. So I, what's wrong with Mike Evans? Well, I mean, we like to attack Seattle. I mean, you can attack him anyway, but in the slot is where you can definitely beat him up big time, and uh, Godwin's going to get more slot. So it's interesting. I was actually looking into this because FanDuel has them. Mike Evans and Godwin's the top two price guys. Interesting. When was the last time that either Godwin or Evans didn't go for 28 points? Well, it's, yeah, it's always one or the other, right? Yeah, so I mean, honestly, like playing Winston, playing one of Godwin or Evans in pretty much every single lineup, if you've been doing that the entire season, then you've probably crushed. Um, like one of those two guys is going to go off. It seems to happen probably. every single week. Like, and it's not like we haven't seen this before in the past. Granted, Godwin wasn't there, but like there's always a week where they just pinpoint and target like crazy one wide receiver. And I guess we'll get into more of that when we get to the wide receivers. But, yeah, playing Winston versus Seattle, 23-point total. Um, I, it's not a bad play. I mean, he's, he's relatively cheaper than a lot of the top price guys. Uh, Grant, let's assume we have all the money in the world. doesn't really matter on a roster one of these two dudes. I don't know if you can jam a man, at least at this point, for not. Uh, it just doesn't look, look like it's going to happen for me. 
Uh, McCaffrey against Tennessee and Cook versus KC. Uh, McCaffrey's at five figures now on DK. He's a full 10 flat. Uh, Cook at 9-5. McCaffrey's 40 and Yahoo, 39 for Cook. It's just going to be hard. But, like, if let's say you're going to get one of them. Who do you prefer? Uh, probably probably McCaffrey. Um, he's in the worst matchup, but he was in a bad matchup this last week going up against San Francisco. He's still the mainstake of their offense. They're still going to give him a lot of work. He's still a very talented back. Very, very involved in the receiving game and outside of week two versus Tampa like he hasn't like his worst game's 21 points and every other game's been over 30 like I don't like paying 10k for a guy but it's why I'm interested in Brandon Allen because like you just look at things in a 2v2 swap perspective going with Russell Wilson and uh, Chris Carson is about the same as going with McCaffrey and Brandon Allen. Mango, McCaffrey versus Cook. Yeah, um, it's tough because, uh, you know, the thing that's really nice about Dalvin is he gets to go against Kansas City, and we know uh, Kansas City, they can't stop the run, and we know Minnesota, they want to run the ball. So, um, man, that's definitely a really, really tough one. Um, Part of me kind of wants to lean Cook, but then part of me is like, dude, you're an idiot. You always just lean McCaffrey. Yeah, that's my thought process as well, too. Minnesota wants to play keep away with Kansas City. Uh, you know, and that's, like you said, they're, they're pretty vulnerable to the run, just kind of kill the clock. And I suppose it depends upon if Mahomes is playing or not either. Uh, Mingo, we talked about the other day as far as Bell, like his price on DK, it's just not justified. It's just the matchup. 7-7 seven, seven for Le'Veon Bell, a guy that's like done basically nothing for weeks now. Uh, I will say Yahoo gives you a better, better price here at 26, a little bit more appealing. And then you got your Packers running backs. You got, you know, Aaron Jones. I know you didn't really get a chance to speak on, uh, on you know, on Rogers and the old discount double check, but, uh, you know, I'm sure you're excited about your Packers these days. Work our way down as far as the mid tier because, you know, not Carson, I don't really want to play against Tampa. We, he lost some carries last week too to Penny. I thought that might've been maybe a showcase thing. And maybe there was rumors that Penny might get traded and Penny had at least eight carries or so or something like that, which is too many for me. Maybe that's because I had too many shares of Carson uh, mid tier here, man, going what's popping for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't know if Nick Chubb counts as the mid-tier, but uh, at a week where we just don't love running back, I think Nick Chubb could be a really great tournament option. You look at this Denver team that might be trading a guy like Chris Harris Jr. You know, they just bench Flacco. Uh, the morale might just be absolutely killed there. And Nick Chubb is so freaking good. I think he could absolutely crush here with the volume he's, he gets. Uh, like him, Josh Jacobs, I think it's 6,500 on DraftKings. That's that's fine. It's definitely a little bit pricier. Um, Carson against Tampa Bay, that's the big thing I'm trying to debate because, like, um, yeah, he's a good price on him. He gets a ton of volume, but uh, Tampa Bay is a pass funnel, right? And what's going to happen? Is Schottenheimer just going to run the ball down their throat and is Seattle even going to be successful? Or is Russell Wilson going to have to, you know, kind of play catch up against that Bucks team? So, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I don't really know what to do with Carson there. Um, I don't mind maybe getting some Marlon Mack. It's just, it's ugly here. Like this mid tier, it's not good. Uh, I hope Melvin Gordon gets traded. That would even get Eckler at 6K. That would just be, that would be like a lock button thing. But again, like this is like this imaginary uh, idea on Melvin Gordon getting traded. And we're just, I'm just praying, I'm praying a trade happens or injury news happens throughout the week. And then this podcast will be pointless, but uh, I'm hoping we get some value, man. <laughs> uh, Royce Freeman got hurt. Maybe he doesn't play this week, and that opens up Lindsey for a good, uh, you know, a ton of usage there. I suppose that's a possible route. Uh, stay tuned on that one. Um, yeah, Grant. Like, what do you have for me as far as this mid tier? Uh, there's one other guy I'll talk about, but I'll throw it to you and see if you say him or not. 
Um, Derrick Henry going up against Carolina. Carolina has been one of the worst teams versus the run. We know Tennessee's going to run a lot. Uh, they had a tough matchup versus Tampa Bay last week, which is why Henry didn't really do too much. And like now they get a good matchup. Henry's been getting a large volume for the majority of the season. He's only 5.7K. Like a guy getting 20 rushes, 20 plus rushes. It's kind of what we've got with Carson pretty much every week. I know he's not involved in the receiving game, but we don't really need that at this price tag. I don't mind him. You mentioned Lil- Lindsey if Freeman is out. Um, I like that. If Freeman's out, then Kyle Allen's probably going to rely on a whole bunch of dump-offs to Lindsey. He'll be heavily involved in the receiving game, which he's already been averaging four or five targets a game in the receiving game here. And if now he's getting the full role, he could be in for a massive game here because I know that Freeman uh, is a guy that's been targeted a decent amount in the receiving game this year. So if Freeman's out, I absolutely love Lindsey. Outside of them, I mean, I don't like saying it, but this is an ugly slate for mid-tier, but Jordan Howard potentially um, going up against a Chicago team that is much worse versus the run than they are the pass. I think that the game is a four and a half point spread. Jordan Howard's been getting a decent amount of work. He's not a guy that a lot of people look at. It's an ugly week. Again, you're just hoping for 18 points and he can get into the end zone, especially going up against a team that is much, much better versus the pass. Plus they give up a ridiculous amount of targets to opposing running backs because like, they shut down wide receivers really well. Um, outside of them, I mean, hmm. LaShawn McCoy, Mark Walton going oh. up against the Jets, 4,500. <laughs> like, Didn't he have, like, a disastrous night tonight? This is Monday night. I think he – was he not awful, Mangone, Walton? I feel like he was. Yeah, um, my I think uh, we were talking about Booger McFarlane quotes before the show, and uh, oh man, I gotta pull up the exact quote because it's too good. Hold on. Uh, uh, yeah. As you're pulling it up, Walton eleven carries for 35 yards. Fitzpatrick led the second carries for five, uh, you know, five carries for 17 yards. And Balage had three attempts. Did Walton was he active in the pass game? Six targets, uh, three catches. Three okay, all right. So, all right, well, what, what do you have for Booger? Oh, uh, yeah, so this is from uh, Adam Pfeiffer tweeted this out. It goes, uh, Booger, he, Mark Walton, made Kenyon Drake expandable. And then he, this guy tweets out, no, Booger, the Dolphins' record made him expendable. Like, imagine thinking Walton is the reason why Kenyon Drake is getting <laughs> traded. <laughs> this Walton, he's a generational talent, this uh, Mark Walton, I believe. <laughs> They're like the 18th, uh, I don't know what generation, but, uh, yeah, so the one I throw it out there, I think we had this conversation yesterday, Mango, you kind of shot me down, but as we kind of run them down, you got to roster at least two of these running backs, potentially three. Almost always, we put a running back in the flex spot for cash games because you, know, you want to compile those twenty, you know, twenty-five touches per x seventy total. Uh, look, I don't love the spot necessarily, but the price is pretty cheap on Montgomery. They talked about you know starting the run back up again for Chicago. We had twenty-seven carries, you know, one hundred thirty-five yards. I understand it's a better matchup last week than it was this week. He's also involved in the pass game, but. If you're telling me I'm going to get, like, I don't know, conservative, I don't know, because I'm being conservative based upon last week, 20, 21, 22 touches versus anybody, hashtag defenses don't matter at 5.2K on this slate where it's all trash, why not? Um, because the Philadelphia run D is really, really good, and it's a, it's been a disaster trying to uh, you know run on them all season long. So uh, I will pass on that. I think uh, especially like with how bad Mitch Trubisky has been. I mean, Trubisky has been 
awful. I think this is the perfect week to kind of, uh, you know, make Trubisky, you know, get his confidence up and really just dice up that Philadelphia secondary. I'm not saying they're going to, you know, go out there and pass 50 times, but it feels like a spot where instead of trying to run the ball on the ground, maybe get Mitch's confidence up because uh, they talked about sticking with him the rest of the way and how they can, uh, you know, get his uh, get his confidence back up. So I think that's definitely the well, route Why, why don't you play Tyra Cohen then? You can play him in the game. You can take Cohen at 4.2K. No, they're just going to the, pass the ball to Cohen all day. It's not as – I mean, listen, the more we're talking about this, like uh, Mitch Trubisky won the Millie Maker four times last year. If you're playing the Millie oh, Maker, that bear stack is intriguing right now. Small I think. sample sizes. Well, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick won the Millie Maker, I think, twice. I won the Millie Maker three times. You're not going to roster me. It doesn't matter. Well, that's just a lie. Yeah, I made that up. That part's probably – but I don't believe Trubisky won it four times. To be For the record, I think that's a made-up stat. <laughs> it's a no, fact. it's true. No, it's, no. it's, it's actually true because he can no, run the ball so much. Yeah, yeah. He was a he was a million-maker winner four times last year. It was crazy. All right. Well, he freaking Friday with the worst quarterback in the offseason because he's terrible now. Well, listen, instead of, uh, you know, instead of playing David Montgomery, Freaky Friday to the other side of the game and go to, uh, you know, Jordan uh, Howard. Get are the, you uh, serious? You're 0 for 2 now, Mangone. Yeah. Grant talks about Listen Jordan when Howard. I talk. What, what are you doing? <laughs> if you're not, are you playing Fortnite? Are you looking at tomorrow night's <laughs> basketball slate? Are you talking about tight ends again? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what was going on before. I, heard, I remember maybe when that was going on, I was, like, happening? I was looking at Rashard Penny, and I was like, where could be a good landing spot for him? And I was like rolling through spots in my head. And one was the Tampa Bay Bucks. Are we that like, boring? You start talking, you daydream about Rashard Penny? Uh, my best ball share is I have way too much Rashard Penny, so <laughs> it needs it real bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man, Gone. You have to totally redeem yourself on the rest of this podcast because – uh, yeah, you're over two as far as following along as far as the conversation. Um, is there anything else here that's interesting on a Monday night? Because it's all just nonsense. No, not, not really. Um, yeah, I guess we already mentioned Eckler. We already mentioned Marlon Mack. Detroit's trash, right? We, we can't mess with Detroit. Just cross them out. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Ty Johnson, I know he destroyed our soul. He destroyed my soul uh, last week, but – He's 4,900. It looks like they started off with Trey Carson just to mess with us and then gave a little bit more to <laughs> Ty Johnson later on in the game, and it was a weird game. Um, but, like, it's an ugly week. What about Josh Jacob going up against Detroit on the other side? Yeah, either they hiked up his price, but he's fine. I don't mind it. Yeah, it, it just is a, it's a real price hike. That's the only thing. But I, I do think he's going to be a guy that gets some traction this week. Mango, do you want to talk about the Detroit backfield? We haven't talked about that yet. No, I do not. And uh, I agree, Grant. Uh, Ty Johnson destroyed me. It was not a good time having him on my lineup. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I do think that Tariq Cohen tournament idea for 4,200 ain't a bad idea. Like, we are – we are starving for value, man. I mean, it is, it is ugly out here. Uh, we're, I just feel like we're, uh, you know, out in the wilderness with nothing to eat. It's, you know, it's been more than a week or two. And we are just dying for something. We need some water. We need some food. It is ugly out here. So maybe wide receivers are interesting. Uh, man, go and open that up for us. You, you can't screw this up because you're starting the position. All right. That, that's a great way to start. Let me, <laughs> let me get the ball rolling here. And uh, I remember when I was looking at wide receiver, I saw, you know, we were talking Dan on Skype and then we were looking at Detroit, Oakland. And I said, okay, let's see what Kenny Galladay's price is. And I saw the price 7,600 on FanDuel, 7,700 on DraftKings. I was like, whoa, uh, that, that's a price hike. Uh, 25 I'm, on Yahoo, by the way, that's a good price. Yeah, you can definitely still do it for 25 at Yahoo. That, that's definitely a great idea. I'd be putting him in my cash game over there. Uh, so I think he's a good play. Uh, I, I'm on team. It's a Godwin week. Uh, so I think I'm going to fire up him a ton in tournaments. Uh, probably run it back with uh, Lockett too. I think that's a you know a great way to go. 
Um, definitely going to look at that as a really interesting route. We'll, we'll talk about Allen Robinson. He's another guy. Uh, he gets a matchup here, you know, against Philadelphia. And we know Mitch Trubisky has keyed on, on him a ton. Um, I'm definitely going to load up on some Allen Robinson, I think, in tournaments, even at the price of 6800 I think he's a really, really good low-owned play there. Um, Odell Beckham, too, he's gotten that price discount. Same with Keenan Allen. I just don't know what's going on with Keenan Allen's hamstring. That's something we're going to have to monitor. So I will say some of these, like – quote unquote, like, you know, really talented receivers have gotten some price discounts here where they're in like the six and seven, uh, lower seven K and mid six K range. Uh, there's some good options you can consider here. So I think there's some really awesome tournament plays at wide receiver there. Grant, chime in. Yeah. yeah I kind of agree with what, what Trav said there. I mean, did mention lock. Did you mention Lockett? Uh, yes, I, I did mention a lot. I mentioned running him back with Godwin is probably the route I would go. Yeah, I, mean, I, I listened to the entire thing, but you mentioned like eight guys, so it's hard, hard to follow. Um, I agree with the Robinson take, getting locked in on by Trubitsky. He had a, didn't have a great week, but he didn't have a terrible week last week where he was going up against a terrible Philadelphia. Secondary, yeah, play Godwin or Evans, play one of them in a lot of lineups. Don't want to pay it for Thielen, don't want to pay it for Diggs, even though it's a decent matchup there. Like, again, they may just run the ball. Not going to be surprised by that at all. Hilton, Keenan Allen, both fine options. Um, guy that I'm looking at a lot is Terrell Williams. Uh, if he is looking all right for practice this week. I know he played this last weekend, but for once in a while, nagging injuries can crop back up. But he's been a guy that has been – I think he's had a touchdown in every game he's played this season. Um, he's only 5.9K. We're talking about how starved we are for value. And he's going up against a Detroit team that's decent. Um, but they're not going to be running the ball a lot like they were at the beginning of the season. So the pace of the game might be a little different. It's a high total game. It's projected to be close. Tyrell Williams at 5.9K seems a little bit too cheap. Um, Cortland Sutton, again, he, if this game can go any number of different ways. But Cleveland hasn't been great on the defensive end so far this year. He's 5.9K if we're looking for value there. Both of the, uh, both of the Carolina – Wide receivers, still seeing a massive target share on the season. And Carolina's had some tough matchups recently, if I remember correctly. Tennessee's not an easy matchup, but they've gone against San Francisco, Houston. They've had some tough ones, I think. Did they go against the Patriots? Is that right? Um, uh, Carolina recently was playing against San Fran. Uh, Tampa, good matchup last week. Jackson before that. Houston before that. All right. I can't, I can't remember who played on against New England two weeks ago on Thursday Night Football, I thought it was in, but, oh, never mind, different rookie quarterback. It was the Giants. Uh, but, like, still, Samuel and D.J. Moore are seeing giant target shares, 23% for Moore and 21% for Samuel. I mean, they haven't been great so far this season, but in full-point PPR, like, they actually catch their targets at a decent rate, which they're 50 and 65% respectively. This is not a great matchup, but it's not terrible. And Tennessee's much worse versus the past. They could be passing the ball more. Like, just the volume on a week where we starve for value. Either one of those guys can go off for a massive game. We still haven't seen a ceiling game out of them. And they're still priced. Like, DJ Moore, for a guy that has had 13-plus points in, I think, five of the weeks so far this season, he's still not priced quite like it. Yes, he hasn't had a ceiling game, but we never know if he's going to end up with two touchdowns here. Both of them are fine. Mike Williams going up against Green Bay and will likely be a high-scoring game, and he could potentially get used better without what's his name as the OC. And then – Wizen Hunt. Yeah, without Wizen Hunt. And then uh, Demarius Thomas and Preston Wilson, and the game of the week, Jets versus Miami. <laughs> um, in the stands, it's the game of the week. I'll tell you that. I promise you that much, but not in the field. 
in the stands, people are going to be fighting. You missed the whole – what – any, has anybody listened to any moment of this podcast? <laughs> I went over for 2. Grant went over for 2 now with the locket and now the stands. I'm due, apparently, to, to botch this somehow. Um, as far as cheapies, I think t- uh, Gabriel is kind of sort of somewhat interesting or Miller is interesting on, on DK. Gabriel's 3-9. Miller's 3-7 against that Philadelphia – you know, pass funnel again. You're not going to like your lineups right now. Like, if you're making lineups right now, you're gonna you if you have really low expectations. If you like it, or you're just gonna say, "I hate my lineup." That's where you're at. What about uh, Deshaun Hamilton? We already mentioned him a little bit. I'd rather roster Tad Hamilton than than Deshaun Hamilton right now. But maybe I suppose it's possible. Dean, Dean, I I endorsed 150 lineups last week. This is 150 uh, bear stack lineup week. That's what we need to be doing. <laughs> it sounds like everyone, you know, Robinson, Gabriel, Miller, Cohen, Mitch Trubisky, bounce back week. Bounce back. He should have bounced back. He should bounce to the sidelines, Mr. Bisky. Where's he bouncing back from? He's, he's been he's been terrible for how long? Listen, if it, the Eagles are the get right spot, man, this is it. I'm pretty sure it was seventy one to one odds to win the MVP this year. Well, that's too low. Yeah, yeah. it clearly is because now it's over two thousand. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he's going to close strong, unfortunately. I'll say uh, this – I don't like the matchup here, but it's sort of interesting. Yahoo, where they add the night game, you know, Baltimore and New England. Uh, it looks like that Hollywood Brown's going to be back. He's 15 bucks over there. You know, I know that secondary is ridiculous. PFF has all his guys graded, like, absurdly. Um, but, you know, just five bucks above the floor. I'm looking for something, Mangone. I don't see anything. It's, it's just terrible. Yeah, um, that's why I could, you ju- we just talked about it, man. Allen Robinson, Gabriel Miller, just all three, man. A little bit on the Bears. So the Bears stack where they're uh, they have a team total of like what twenty. Yeah, I, here's one guy I'll give you that's actually like it's it's kind of interesting here. Uh, it's not my favorite thing, um, yeah. but he's forty five hundred. He's gotten between. He's gotten between, what, uh, five and ten targets in every single week. Uh, the, the sad thing is his A-dot is terrible, but if you play him Jarvis on DraftKings. Yeah, yeah, Jarvis Landry against Denver. I don't hate that. And, again, like, we are we are really starving for value. Mike Mike Williams isn't a bad idea, too. I think he's perfectly fine at 4,600. I think we discussed him already a little bit, though. But And uh, DJ Moore is another guy who popped out as, like, a, uh, a, a guy that has a – Yeah, I heard, I heard him say that. It's it, But the price on FanDuel is 5,400, uh, which is really important because – uh, that price is just really cheap over there. And then 4800 is not bad on DraftKings. I think I prefer the FanDuel price tag more. Grant, tight ends. Uh, not great. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, well, why would it be? <laughs> we got Kelsey sitting up there at the top going up against Minnesota, which has been a defense that has funneled targets to opposing tight ends. So Kelsey's sitting there at 6900 Nice. Um, not a bad idea. I mean, we can keep going to Darren Waller. He's just getting – volume every single week he's been fantastic i like him outside of them there's no no one like the guys at the top i really you couldn't rely on Hertz. maybe he gets a larger amount of targets like we've seen earlier on the season Dude, goddard's Ertz. getting better and Hertz is yes. getting worse yes i was just about to say goddard's been getting a whole bunch of work vance mcdonald has a decent magic going up against indy i really like him He's been a guy that has always been pretty boom or bust. And so in a good spot going up against Indy, defense that, defensive scheme that really forces you to throw the tight end, he's a good guy and he can do a whole bunch of yards after the catch there. So if he just gets volume, he can always break one off. And then a guy that I really, really like and it scares me quite a bit is Kyle Rudolph going up against 
Casey, we've seen them give up massive games to a bunch of guys that just aren't good. Um, like, it just they like they, they pass rush pretty darn well. They are, give up a whole bunch of the run, and just the kind of the way the scheme is great for opposing tight ends. So Kyle Rudolph, I know he hasn't done much this year. He had one touchdown, I think, two weeks ago. And since they've decided to start passing the ball slightly more, he's been more involved. Um, he's also had his best games with Thielen out, and we're expecting Thielen back, right? I believe Thielen's going to be back, yes. I don't know, man. I mean, this is this, is this week, Mango. You j- j- jump in here and talk about some tight ends. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kelsey's probably the guy I, I want to go to, I guess, right now. Um, you don't have the salary for that. I don't know. I might be able to make it work. If you play Allen, you do. You stack the Bears. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, you know what? You know what's probably going to end up happening? Uh, we're probably going to – I mean, we don't have Arizona on the slate, right? So, we don't have, like, the no. flow chart. We can't just play whoever is against Arizona. Um, maybe it becomes TJ Hawkinson. Like, you're just looking for guys in that game, and Waller's expensive, so you can't go to him. Um uh, I mean, if if OJ Howard's out, uh, maybe we'll make uh, Cameron Braid again. We'll do that. Again. We'll do that. He's, at... he's three one on DK, and that's playable if you need yeah. runs. And Goddard's three one as well, and Goddard's been good. Like, yeah, he's been like legit, like decent for his price yeah. at least of late. I'll, I'll give you a guy. He's gotten uh, three or, or four targets uh, every game that he's played this season, and it's a revenge game. Trey Burton. Um, I don't. I don't think that's really something you want to do though. But he is uh, twenty nine hundred there. So. I know Noah Fant was a thing. I don't know. Was Noah, was Noah Fant, uh, you know, he had eight targets last week. Was he uh, with Brandon Allen on the practice squad for a little bit? I don't know if they have any chemistry going there. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're digging deep here, and it's really nasty. Uh, I, I'm trying to think maybe Mike, uh, Mike Gazeki at 2,800 against the Jets were <laughs> terrible. Gazeki's been a little bit better. But, um, yeah, it's, it's not pretty down here at tight end. Yeah, um, lipstick on a pig. We're not even doing a good job putting lipstick on a pig here, Grant. We're we're just saying it's a terrible slate. You know, I don't want. I don't want to know what you're into. Well, no, I'm just no. It's, it's a metaphor. I'm not literally. There's no pigs in in the room right now. I'm at. Uh, I'm it's sure. A, the slate is a pig. Um, what about Jacob Hollister? Say it again. Jacob Hollister going up against Tampa Bay. They funnel a whole lot of targets to opposing tight ends. Like I don't. I wish Disley still played. But no, uh, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be Luke Wilson? <laughs> Wait, that, this is the, the cue to go on to the next position, right? Once Jacob Holt house first name gets dropped. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this is just so bad. Like, but there, I will say, like, just from a construction perspective, there's merit to punning, not punning, but like going cheaper at tight end. I guess you could say, uh, just because those are typically not guys that are going to have like these massive scores, and uh, it'll help just kind of jam in like the running backs and receivers to create that high floor for you. That's what, yeah, that's what I was saying before. You're saying you're going to play Kelsey. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, I, listen, you, you, you caught me. You, you, you made sure that I, you know, you, you made sure I, uh, you know, fixed things up and actually gave it an effort there. So, uh, I yeah. to keep you in line. Guys, what about Cam- Cameron Brait? Oh, dude, you uh, struck out. You're 0 for 3. Seriously? I, you I, know, I, 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 are you Brait. just doing it on purpose now? I was looking into Jacob Hollister. <laughs> it's okay, Dean. When you guys were talking about tight ends at the start, I was thinking about Travis Kelsey and the dating show I used to watch of him that was called Catching Kelsey. Uh, spoiler alert: uh, yeah, He's not guess. with he's the girl still, anymore. He's still single, right? Yeah, he's he's still single. Uh, the, the the best part is, is the girl that he ended up picking. Uh, it was. It, it was oh my gosh. what happened was the girl he picked, she was into <laughs> dating sports athletes because they have money. And um, he also said he had two different girls. And you know what his choice was? He goes, Oh, this is the girl I always date and break up with. And, and he picked that girl. 
Well, was he was she open about the fact she likes athletes and money, or that was right. something she said like in the confessional, like when they kind of split? I mean, it? let's be honest, dude. What what person doesn't like athletes and money? Well, you're not, you're not supposed to be the lead story. It's a nice, you know, added. You you want to know about like a nice personality? And, you know, no, no it was her intro. She's like, uh, I'm definitely into dudes with money, especially pro athletes. Well, I mean, yeah, like it's a weird thing. <laughs> I like movies. Oh, really? That's interesting. <laughs> you like money? Like, yeah, it's nice. It's good to have. Those kinds of things are assumed, right? Yeah, she, she's just a gold digger, man. Oh, man. Well, I mean, well, it, I guess it's, it's good that he moved on. Because like, I, I thought if, if those two kids can't make it in this world, man, going, who can? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Do we want to talk about – we don't like any offenses, Grant. So, we, in theory, we should like some defenses. Are the Patriots on the slate? They are on the main slate on Yahoo. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're 20 bucks over there. Uh, yeah, by the way, well, uh, Mark Andrews is $17 over there, which is – I guess okay, but it's the Patriots. Lock in the Patriots over on Yahoo and on Fantasy Draft. Just who has the money in. for this? Um, people who play. Okay, let's let's think about it this way. You can either play the Redskins defense and Russell Wilson, or Allen and the Patriots defense. Patriots defense are going to get you thirty. So it's clearly you you pay, play Allen because you want to play the Patriots defense over on Yahoo. Just saying. I- do we normally even talk defense in this podcast? I feel like we don't. But um, I, I actually have a legit defense question this week. Uh, so we're, we're starving for value. Like I said, it is ugly. We are trying to find ways to make this work. And there's this man, uh, I know Grant loves him, but he is kind of a turnover guy. Uh, his name's Josh Allen. If you look at the Redskins, um, the Redskins defense, I mean, they've put up some decent amount of points. If you look since week three, five, nine, five, ten, eight, six, like – that's not terrible. And against a guy like Josh Allen who scrambles around, you get some sacks here and there, some turnovers. Like, uh, they're 1,800 on DraftKings. Listen, if you could, you know, play some Allen, play some cheap tight end, and play some Redskins D, is that enough floor for cheap to get you all those high, uh, you know, high up guys and, and build a nice floor team for cash games? I mean, the Dolphins played the Buffalo and they got one point. They're similar defense. <laughs> no, no, the, the, the Redskins defense is be- better than the Dolphins defense. That Dolphins defense is atrocious. Yeah, the Dolphins did get one point versus the Redskins. Gosh, this is terrible. This is a terrible week. <laughs> the Browns are 12 bucks versus the person we never heard of. It's going to be quarterbacking the Broncos. Um, I mean, the Dolphins and the Jets should be a stinker. Like, there should be a close Yeah, they're, game they're game. not cheap defenses, Dolphins. Uh, they didn't do Yahoo. Didn't do a five dollar defense this week. I'm not happy. I wish they no, would. Chargers and Ra- Raiders for ten bucks. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't like any of this. <laughs> I mean, I Chiefs, for, Chiefs for twenty two hundred. Like honestly, if they do decide to throw the ball, I mean, if they decide to throw the ball, Chiefs can rack up the sacks. Like Chiefs have been a good defense this season, and if they're not going to run the ball, then is, is Tyreek returning kicks? You can get a touch. You can get a touch on that way. The, yeah. the, the the other thing that's nice about that too is the the Minnesota offensive line is not that good. So um, w- the one thing you can get there is uh, if you correlate, you can correlate that up uh, with maybe like a KC pass catcher. I don't hate that because if they're if they're up and leading Kansas City, you're going to get a lot more dropbacks from Kirk Cousins. So I don't hate the idea of doing that. I don't know how many like names he threw out there where he actually liked, but somehow we've taken a long time to talk about the entire slate, Grant. Um, probably too much time because we still have a couple of things to get to. I spent 10 minutes before. on Brandon Allen. 
Well, yeah, that was probably too much. <laughs> yeah, and I gave you I gave you a breakdown on Travis Kelsey's dating show that didn't go well. <laughs> that was important. I I feel like you know if, if I was editing this podcast down to like fifteen minutes, I would I would leave in the Travis Kelsey story. <laughs> that, that's that's good content right there. <laughs> I remember that happened, but like I didn't know how. Like I didn't watch it, but I didn't know. Like I assumed he just didn't you know marry the girl. But uh, yeah, there you go. Um, Grant, what are we going to have for our tweets or consequences? Who are we going to play? Like, who do we I actually want Brand, We're doing quarterbacks. I'm taking Brandon Allen. Oh, that's a jerk move. Come on. You can't do that. Dude, you can. Do- dollar for dollar? Yeah, you can take Philip Rivers. You can do 100. Wait, Dean, else. Dean, listen. Don't let him bully you. It's two against one. We don't have to do that yeah, crap. We're not doing we don't it. Want no. to. That, that breaks the whole dollar for dollar model. You know that. It, you, it you doesn't take- really, considering Derek Carr's 5'5, five, five, Philip Rivers 5'1. You no. can't take the salary with you, Grant. That's not how it works. You can't say, well, I saved $2,000. Give me my $2,000, DK. It doesn't work that way. Raw points matter, too. Yeah, raw points matter, too, which is why if you play Brandon Allen, you can play McCaffrey. Oh, my gosh. How about, how about we make it work this way? Let's do something interesting. A twofer? Uh, a running back and a quarterback. Any price. So, if you want, you can you can get the dollar for dollar and go with well, no, that's stupid. You have Allen and McCaffrey. Like, no, I'm not agreeing to this. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. If you want to make it interesting like that, make it a draft. Like we do, like a, we'll do like a draft. Like you rank it's the first pick, and then you get the sixth pick. All right, we're, we're doing point per dollar. Yeah. All right, I lost last week. I'll take the first pick, Brandon Allen. <laughs> Man, going. You were the second worst, so uh, you can go, and I get three, four. This is so now. Now it's a quarterback and a, and a receiver. A quarterback and a running uh, back? Quarterback, right? Oh, we could do quarterback receiver if you want. Oh, boy. Oh, you, yeah, man, go. You can get Derek Cohen. This is so stupid right now. Um, <laughs> this is such Brad, a – You is, literally have your pick of every single person You can right have anybody you want. Outside yeah. of Allen. Washington defense you can take at 1.8K. If it's a point per dollar thing we're doing here, like there's there's so much going on with this. It's too much. I, I need more time. This is I can't figure it out right now. <laughs> you need more time. We gotta so pause can, the podcast for the. So I can take. I can take any player. You're saying any any running. Do you guys want to do quarterback? Well, it's got to be same position. Let's do same position. All right. So quarterback, Trev. You can either go with a running back or a wide receiver, and that'll start. There you go. Oh. You can, you can establish the position. I'm in the worst spot right now. Okay. Um. You know what I'm gonna do? Give me uh give me Allen Robinson. You're gonna pair him with Trubisky. You're gonna stack the Bears. That's gonna happen, right? Uh, he's a cash game guy. Stacking isn't necessarily advantageous for. It seems like a terrible idea. You um, know what? You guys said I don't do these bold calls, so you know what? I did it last week. I'm gonna do it again. No, you're not. There's no way you're taking Mitch Trubisky as your next guy. We'll have no, to see. Does. Let's see what the price is. Oh, baby. You, you talked about it a half hour ago. It, it didn't uh, change. Well, we'll see. Just, just, just go on to your pick, Dean. You're the third guy up. Yeah, pick two, Dean. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to be bullied here, but uh, I think I have the move. Maybe this is this is going to require some math from our, our resident accountant because our, we're going to have different, you know, combinations. Um, I'm in the worst possible spot. I just realized because I can't counter and I'm revealing everything I'm doing because you guys got kind of the last move. So. Uh, I'm playing. I'm playing checkers. You guys are playing chess. Really you can block me. Up. You can block me with Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> That's one word you can use to call it. <laughs> a lot. What is it? This isn't Hollywood Squares. I, I'm not taking Alf in the center. Um, yeah, I got it. I'm taking Oakland. I'm going to go with Carr. We we already established. Oh, I thought you were taking the Oakland defense. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 
you know, I'm going to take – I think Oakland's going to score, like, 27 points. So, I just want to lock in that offense. I'm taking Jacobs and Carr. Wait, we did wide receivers. Oh, wide receivers? So, you go Ter- – yeah. I'll help you, Terrell Williams. No, I don't want that. I want a oh. running back. It's got to be a well. receiver. You Who's, you you are the idiot who said you get to start this thing off. You I know. get to pick the position. <laughs> All right, so I lost. I'm wrong on one thing the entire. Um, ooh, who did I like at receiver? There was somebody I liked, wasn't there? Revenge for Alshon Jeffrey. I don't mind that. Um, mm, oh, now I feel like I'm stalling. Well, just take not, Derek Carr as your quarterback. Okay, then I'm up again. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. All right, Derek Carr. Now he's like, oh, it's me. Okay, um, you know, uh, Galladay's too expensive. Uh, I mean, for this, the sake of this game, he's too expensive. I think. Um, who could be interesting? Robbie Anderson might get traded. We don't know. I kind of like Jeffrey at that price. There was somebody I mentioned that I thought was decent. One of those Bears will be interesting, but I don't know which one it's going to be. Uh, what's his, uh, the dude for the Packers? Adams is probably going to be back. There's no way I'm taking Deshaun Hamilton. He could be zero dollars. Um, yeah, don't steal Deshaun Hamilton from me. <laughs> I think you're going to take Deshaun Hamilton. I'm so upset about. I'm so mad at him last week. Very bitter. Um, although the week worked out surprisingly enough. Uh, in spite of, I apologize for, for stalling for time. You can call clock on me, like I'm the Minnesota Vikings of the draft, if you, if you feel free that's necessary. Um, mm. Clock, Trav, you can go. <laughs> no, I don't. I just want to wait on Dean. I don't need to clock it. Well, you're on the clock. If you waste too much time, then I get a pick. Right, Is Alan Sean. Robinson already taken? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to take Alshon Jeffrey for the revenge. <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, well, you know, what's his name? Might be D. Jackson might be back this week. Uh, Stretch the field a little bit. Uh, All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> All right, I'm on the clock doesn't now. Matter. Doesn't matter who I take now. <laughs> I'm taking Tyrell Williams. Oh, oh wait, is that I have the quarterback? You can't yeah. do that. Yes, I actually can because you took too much time, Dean. We established this. Oh, that's not cool. That's it's tough. I need mean, Jacobs. Thing. Renfro's available. Look at that. Grant, Grant's saving me right there. That's Renfro, beautiful. please. He's not. He got his only like seventy-yard touchdown in the history of the NFL. It's not happening again for him. Good for him last week, but uh, Dean, just find a receiver you like. Yeah, who's Grant's quarterback? Oh, I'm not picking one of Denver receivers. Take Deshaun Hamilton. Do it. No, Dean, be cool. Not, be cool. <laughs> if my quarterback goes off, then then. You and me are both safe. Well, if your no, quarterback not goes off, the, me and you are both safe. The ball to Sean yeah, but, not, but not when Mitch Trubisky and Allen Robinson wins the Millie Maker. Then you both lose. I should take one of those Bears receivers. I think Miller's been kind of interesting. Hasn't he even getting like a ton of snaps of late? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to think this is a terrible idea. What has happened? I'm, yeah, I'm taking Anthony Miller. Just just, just this. Just to screw over Mango. <laughs> doesn't screw me over. Like, I, I'm perfectly fine with you taking Anthony Miller. I have the correlation that Mitch Trubisky loves to eat to. Uh, Allen Robinson, two touchdowns. Mitch Trubisky throws for four. It's going to be a good week, Dean. We should have told the people, like, this is where the nonsense started, but I guess that was kind of implied not too long ago. But uh, this is the nonsense portion of the podcast. We're going to finish it off in the next five, ten minutes or so or something like that. 
Uh, Grant, one more time, tell the people, assuming maybe they, they skipped ahead and they forgot. Our, our uh, question for the comment section, you want to win yourself an RG t-shirt, it's not that difficult. And we're going we're gonna to tell uh, the people who wins it as far as this last week. It was difficult deciding, to be honest. But uh, Grant, the question once again is, what, is it just a completely general, like best Halloween-based story? Yeah, best Halloween. It could be a Halloween party. It could be trick-or-treating. It could be any random number of things. And I just remembered one of mine. Um, okay. Back in college before the Uber days, uh, I used to drive to parties, get drunk, and then leave my car <laughs> and walk home. One Halloween, I went to a party that was a good four miles away in a bad neighborhood. Me and my buddy are like, we'll find a ride. It's Halloween, and we're dressed in a ridiculous costume. I think I think I was a T-Mobile motorcycle girl. Sure. Because I have a I have a pink wetsuit so and a motorcycle. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, so we decided to walk home, and four miles on in bad neighborhoods on Halloween is not a good idea. Um, <laughs> or in the outfit. Yeah, it also made me feel ridiculous. And some Were guy, you chafing at any point if you're walking home the whole time? I imagine it's a tight outfit. Is that not what? Is that it incorrect? is tight, but yeah. I don't think I chafed. I don't remember. The, right the worst thing is I had to hold my phone in my boot because I didn't have pockets. Um, now, did you correlate? Was it a T-Mobile phone? No, because I'm not a ridiculous human being. <laughs> you seem you like the type fraud. of guy that has T-Mobile. No, but I have something that's like, well, I, I have everything because I have straight talk and it's like 40 bucks a month and it just deals off everybody's towers. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, get that. straight talk. There's the unofficial sponsor of the podcast for, no, that's, that's uh manscaped. Um, <laughs> yeah. But in any case, some guy walked past some guy doing heroin who offered oh. to give us a ride home. And? It, it got, and then we're like, okay. And then we had to run because I didn't know what to do. And then we finally ended up calling a cab. I think we gave him the wrong address. And then we had to walk another half mile back to my place. It was, it was an ordeal. Could you not splurge like the 12 bucks for a cab? Was it like it were time, were times rough? I was in college. Yeah, I know. Ramen noodle, the whole deal. Yeah. I actually like, I lived off a student loan. So I get my check at the beginning of semester and I'd immediately Uh. go buy $40 worth of mac and cheese and ramen noodles just in case I got poured towards the end of the semester. I always got poured towards the end of the semester. You didn't ration it out appropriately. No, no. Vegas was three hours away. Yeah, I did the same thing. Mango, do you have any thoughts here as far as Halloween? Any, any anecdotes that are worth noting? Or, yeah. uh, I mean, when I was a kid, one time I went out trick-or-treating twice, and my mom got super mad at me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, nothing really good for Halloween. Went out trick-or-treating twice? What you does that double mean? double candy? Yeah, I, uh, so it was a Sunday, and uh, me and my firm were wearing green shirts, so we went out as the green twins, and uh, uh, yeah, we uh, we got candy then, and then we went out in our real costumes at night, and I had a crap ton of candy for a very long time. It was good, it was good times. Wait, is that I would a, just be those, pr- I'd be proud parents? of my kid. Yeah, my, my mom wasn't happy about it, and uh, no, that wasn't like uh, two years ago. Mangone's mom was the type of mom that would cut open his Reese's Peanut Butter you know, to make sure there's no nobody poisoned it or released it or anything. <laughs> my parents hoped that it would get poisoned. <laughs> These kids are expensive. Like that's never happened before, right? On record, but somehow it's always like a story every year for the local news. Really? No, it's absolutely happened. Has it happened once? Yes. Like one apple one time with a no, razor? No, there's tons of stories. Now people are giving kids marijuana edibles. No, nobody's giving away marijuana. I mean, some people are. Some what's people the think payoff? It's what, what's the payoff? Hi, kids. You don't get to watch it. You I mean, all of a sudden, instantly open it up. 
I mean, no some people some people just like to watch the world burn. Have you not yeah. seen Batman? Yes, I'm aware of Joker, and I'm not encouraging. I don't think people should be doing this. Of course, I, I don't know why anybody would, and I don't know what the incentive would be. But uh, I, I always thought it was real messed up. But do it in different ways. You don't have to do that. The kid didn't do anything wrong. Um, but yeah, I always thought that was a nonsense story. I mean, it happened. Some like people once. just want kids to be able to experience marijuana. <laughs> People have some weird views. But, the, yeah, well, I, I suppose, I guess so. And just give them like three pennies or something like that if, I, if, that's your, if that's your idea. There's your alternative. Dean, you're more likely to die from eating a penny than eating marijuana. Can't no, you don't eat the pennies. You just, they, the kids are well aware. You, you've never gotten anybody to throw, give you pennies for, as, a, as a, you know, a Halloween deal? I mean, I threw them out their window afterwards. I was not happy. Yeah. What's the worst uh, Halloween candy? Carrots. It's not a Halloween candy. Your candy corn? Is that what you're going with? Or you're talking about carrots? No, people actually give out carrots. No. That healthy family. That's something in California, probably. I no, that, that was tr- I was never trick-or-cheating in California because I was in college. It was, okay. it was Washington, but people, people do that. You used to have a dentist that would give out toothbrushes. <laughs> that guy was a real D-bag. Like he's, he's, living, he's living the gimmick, man. It's like, you don't have to be a dentist 24-7, man. We know you're a dentist, but, you know, you can give out some, uh, some Snickers. It's okay. We'll ration them out appropriately. Uh, man, go. Worst candy uh, for Halloween? Um, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> anything with coconut, man. That crap's terrible. Oh, yeah. Those are the landmines. I, I'm, I'm on board with that for sure. And was that a real character? You said green twins. Is that something a character I'm not aware of? Where you made those no, people dude. Up? Me and my friend were like, like eight years old, and we we're just wearing green shirts. Both of us who said, "Okay, we'll just go be the green twins." Like it was. You have to have a gimmick. You can't just go out there in regular clothes and be like, "Oh, hey, can I get some candy?" You gotta have a gimmick, man. You're not getting my candy, by the way. If you're knocking in the door with green, just a green shirt, I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, we, we definitely got some faces, but we had to explain the costume. You know, oh, we both got green shirts, the green twins. I would say come back with a better costume, and you did an hour later with something else. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, last week, Grant, we had some great submissions. Uh, best Uber story. Uh, Grant, we had deliberations pre-show, and I think we were divided. We, we, I usually just kind of yield to you. We were talking about the three of us were discussing. Uh, Grant, give us your pitch. Well, what, what did you think the best uh, submission was? So I'm not going to read verbatim, but essentially one guy went out to the bar, got hammered, or an Uber, responsible guy, gets picked up by the guy. This guy seems out of it. They get to the place, and guy drops his phone in the car. The Uber driver goes out to help him look for it, and he's stumbling, and the guy's like, "What? what is this? And apparently the guy's like, yeah, I went to the bars beforehand. I turned on the Uber app because I thought – I was less likely to get pulled over. He comes up to the door. Oh, yeah. No, these guys are drunk. That's why it smells like booze. <laughs> Smart move. Terrible move. Horrible. Yeah. Never drive drunk, guys. But Yeah, again, much like uh, putting razor blades in apples, we're not endorsing that. But, okay, uh, it's definitely a different angle. Mango, what did we think was the best, uh, the, the, the best submission? Yeah, I was on the, I mean, I don't have it uh, in front of me to read, but I was the, the guy that was doing the Uber with the, uh, as a Santa Claus, man, this guy's <laughs> driving around, it says naughty or nice on the van and he's singing Christmas carols with people. Uh, yeah, that, that was my favorite. And he went full measures as far as the driver, because the driver, again, like you said, naughty or nice was painted across the door. Like that takes some action for sure. Good, good for him for being a, uh, and tons of candy canes. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. candy canes suck, candy by the way. Just as a side note, candy canes suck. Like Dang, you, your food advice is literally some candy canes are worthless. If I was a dentist, that's the last thing I'd want to give out to people. Uh, and the thing is, there's no payoff. What's the payoff in a candy cane? Sugar. 
It's not. They're just, and they have different colors. Different, they all suck. Yeah, you ever had the, what was it, Jolly Rancher ones? Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, whatever. They're fine, I'm sure. But I just think they're overrated. As a, as a general thought, candy canes fade. Um, but, yeah, like the, the guy was dressed up as Santa Claus, fake gut, and he had a beard included as well. Uh, he was blasting Christmas music. <laughs> I don't know. Grant, I think you're outnumbered in this one. That's fine. All right. So, J.P. Waller, 13, you win. I'll tell you what, if Jason Va one is also listening, uh, you guys can both win. How about that? Slide in the DMs, hit me up on the old Twitter Okay, machine. make me seem like the D-bag, and then you come in, and yeah, you guys both win. <laughs> I'm the hero. You're the villain. You're saying, screw you, Jason. You're, you're the parent that's like, hey, you have to tell the kid that he's grounded. <laughs> and then you come in, no, oh, you're not God. grounded. <laughs> Mommy's an awful person. <laughs> You'll learn that when you get older. <laughs> Oh man, Mangone, we have to punish. Uh, we have to punish Grant. Yeah, man, I, I'm excited. Uh, I, I hope we get the one that we were talking about. I don't know if we will, but uh, uh, I'm excited. And hey, I still only have one loss, and it was because of stupid defenses. And uh, Mitch Trubisky and Alan Robinson are going to lead me to the promised land. Again, that's Jason Va one. Uh, if you don't uh, hit me up on Twitter, uh, hit me up in the uh, the DMs here uh, as well on uh, Runner Grinders. You can find me at uh, what Dean seven eight zero four on RG DFS underscore almanac on twitter uh, as well for jp waller 13 and yeah so grant we had a couple options here and we're not really sure if uh they would fly but they were funny if nothing else so you ready for them grant yeah all right so this is what something you obviously have to tweet out you can't respond uh, if anybody asks you any questions you can't reply yada 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 you just got to throw it out there and just kind of like just close the laptop because uh, things probably are not going to go well for you uh this is what we want you to tweet out uh, most know me as someone who jokes around and has fun, but I have made the not-so-fun decision to move on from DFS and sports gaming to pursue a truly exciting business. Stay tuned for a big announcement tomorrow at noon. Hashtag get boned. Hashtag epic pod. <laughs> like the get boned hashtag. <laughs> well, because, you know, you got to tease what you're going to be doing. And the best part is you're, you're not going to tell them what you're doing. Nothing's happening. Oh, happening. gosh. Yeah, and you're, we're not going to – I mean, there is going to be all sorts of problems caused by this. You can't really put out <laughs> according to the rules. So uh, it's a fun idea in principle. And I should say I'm not going to reveal my sources, but I had some work with that tweet. I, I worked with somebody uh, in the community on that, that one. That just reminds me of the one that JM did a few years back, which was essentially along the lines of I'm an alcoholic. I need help. It's is anyone good. on Twitter able to help me? And I couldn't oh. respond to it. And I kept getting texts oh. from all my buddies like, hey, my wife is a, is a therapist. Yeah. My wife's a former addict. My husband, he struggled with the same thing. I'm like, son of a biscuit. Oh, this is terrible. You could respond to the text, though. I did respond to the text, but I had ever, like, and I, those are just the people that contacted me. <laughs> those are good people by the way whoever did that they, they are good people. people all the people that did do it are very good people uh, yeah another option for you here Grant uh, some personal news today will be my last day no okay this is Mad Libs so it's not exactly filled in so I think I thought maybe we can fill it in on air right yeah <laughs> some personal news today will be my last day in the DFS industry as, as after watching a documentary on blank I am hereby dedicating the rest of my life to blank <laughs> <laughs> this is what we'll figure out or do it off air. It'll be good times. So um, what do you want to watch a documentary on Grant? I guess, uh, colon cleanses. 
So, um, <laughs> Mango, we were Googling uh, goofiest charities or goofiest uh, documentaries. What, 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 what did we come up with? Yeah, the one. Oh, where is the one? Um, the, I forget what it was, the crit or something. That was so funny. Let me find it. Uh, well, I got Again. one while you're, while you're finding it because you're supposed to be ready for this. Man. Do you yeah, it, it, I got it. It's, it's the critter connection. And, and the whole thing of the critter connection is, is that they, 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 yes, they care about dogs and cats, but uh, this is to help guinea pigs out. So uh, they've saved 1,500 guinea pigs. I used to raise guinea pigs and breed them. Of course you did. <laughs> so this, this really this pulls at your heartstrings. Is it, now you're playing the bit now, or this is actually genuinely true? This is genuinely true. I've raised and uh, bred guinea pigs, and then my dogs bit off all their heads. Oh, well, that's – I mean, was that, <laughs> was that traumatizing? It wasn't great. Did you name not, the guinea pigs? Did they have names? Yeah, there was Molly, there was Lucy. Oh. Here, here's, Lucy. One, here's one. Community voicemail for the homelessness. Homelessness? Oh, the homeliness. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why I Boys said that. For people oh, who don't the look homeless good. is not funny. Uh, no. Okay, so uh, here, uh, fix. I got uh, as far as goofiest charities. Now, fix a flat dot 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 Yulins Foundation. It's the FFF. Uh, they're here to make the world a better smelling place. Uh, to, to that end, our researchers they have developed a formula that when uh, when you drink it, it will eliminate the odor of flatulence. Um, yeah, for up to six or seven days, depending on who the person may or may not be. So, I mean, that's, I mean, there's a lot of things to, you know, fight in the world. Flatulence, I suppose, is one. Um, yeah, Grant, I, I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll hit on this off air because we've already gone long enough. <laughs> Do you have anything else in front of you, Mango, that's kind of uh, goofy and ridiculous? Um, no, nothing else, really. I, the Naked Clowns charity, um, that was over sure. our country. Oh, gosh, I just remembered one. No. Oh. Hey, the foundation for that's against um, circumcision. Oh yes, that's a good one. Yeah, th- those people are serious, man. Oh yeah, no, apparently not messing around. Apparently, it, it, it ruins the sensitivity. Should we add like an image too to the tweet? Oh gosh, <laughs> we don't want to make it too graphic. Obviously, Wait, what, 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 what what's the instruments that they <clears throat> use to? Circumcised people. I have seen it before, and it looks like a medieval device, doesn't it? Yeah. I feel like yeah. Yeah, a picture of a, of a who does circumcision? Rabbis. Um, uh, yeah, it's a bris, I believe. Yeah, we can have a. I was at one of those. The kid was not happy. Not. Why a would you kid. go to one of the? Why would you invite people to that? Well, I was invited. I don't want to be rude. I was invited. No, why would invited. people invite people to that? I don't. And I don't anyone who invites you to that should be ready for you to say. Watch I'm my good. child get his penis snipped. This is, this, <laughs> is, this, this is when I'm turning off the pod if I'm listening. Right <laughs> yeah, that was uh, you know not at nice Brendan Allen, not at the Sean Hamilton or the Mitch Trubisky stack. <laughs> we chased everybody away on like their first ridiculous take as far as quarterbacks. I don't know who's still listening, when, but uh, when Allen's the top scoring point per dollar quarterback on the entire slate. Oh, who did you pair him with? Uh, Tyrell Williams. Oh, that was a that was a classy move, man. That was that was a. I tried to talk you onto him. I know, but I thought you were just trying to swerve me. No, I don't try and give you bad advice, Dean. <laughs> you told me to play Adam Humphreys last week. By the way, my my advice Adam for like Humphreys the, did great. My my <laughs> advice for the. <laughs> My advice for the picks was going to be was say, hey, uh, let's do top end receivers, and one of you take Evans, and one of you take Godwin. That way, I automatically win. But uh, <laughs> oh, well, uh, it's a fifty fifty basically. You know, um, well, I guess we'll settle this off air, but we kind of sort of have a general idea of what we're going to do, and 
Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to get boned. That would have been a fun, uh, but it probably would have been a disaster for you, Grant. But yeah, it would not have gone well. But well, for for two of us, we would have enjoyed it. For one of us, maybe not so much. Yeah. We should probably end the podcast. I think. I don't know. Did we go over time? I bet we went over time. Well, I mean, we don't have an official time. But we try to stay on for like an hour. But uh, and I'll say from the time we said this is nonsense, we are less than an hour. <laughs> All right, and you it, guys, you guys had the choice of, of turning it off. <laughs> we gave you fair warning. Well, we should have said more nonsense. Uh, but uh, yeah, you want to summarize the week here, Mangone, because you know it's we don't have a very positive outlook as of uh, at least as of Monday night. Yeah, not the uh, not the greatest slate, but it, it'll it'll shape up. I'm sure news will happen, uh, trades will go down. Uh, it'll be fun. We'll you know it'll be Saturday night. We'll all be excited for NFL, and then uh, then it'll be Sunday. We'll be watching the games. We'll be going, man, this product is terrible. All right, rousing endorsement. <laughs> Grant, do you want to say something else to close us out? Just that you you wait for the Allen Hamilton connection that goes from forty. Oh. 150 Bears stacks, baby. Oh, man. Uh, by the way, oh, Thursday, the three of us are doing a show on the flagship. We're talking some basketball. I think it's like a three or four gamer. That's Halloween night. And I don't know, Van Gogh may or may not be dressing up. Grant, maybe, possibly. Who knows? We shall I, see. I will definitely be dressing up. I'm not entirely certain what as. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll be wearing cl- – yeah, we'll all be dressed. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to be wearing, but uh, stay tuned for that. Otherwise, maybe I won't be dressed. There you go. Well, Maybe I'll be dressed as a nudist. <laughs> it's a cheap costume, if nothing else. I mean, if you Ross Adam Humphreys, you probably want. I mean, it may or may not be. There's some people who dress as a nudist might get waxed, which will cost more. No, you're like you're a bear. I, I assume I don't. I don't you don't know. Pictures. I'm not getting a Brazilian. <laughs> all right i was gonna say we're off the rails but like i could have said that 20 minutes ago or so we appreciate y'all listening hopefully you understand like you know uh this is a monday night podcast the first look podcast so shenanigans are to be had uh we get more and more serious as the week progresses this is the first podcast you listen to for dfs not the last podcast it was the absolutely epic early week podcast he's been going he's grant i'm dean enjoy your week we're out of here holler see you kids holler see you.